we have such a hard time changing states or changing experiences in our life. Once our brain says, ooh, we like this, we are comfortable, we are happy. It says, hang on to that as long as humanly possible. And anything that comes in and threatens that and tries to change that is perceived as dangerous or bad or unwelcomed in some way. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to be your best when you're in survival mode. I thought for sure you were going to totally flub it. You got it first time. I, did you see my brain going spinning in a million miles? Like, oh, Smoke. I forgot what I'm supposed to say. Yep. Shoot. Yep. I thought you were going to flub it. it and you got it the very first time. <laughs> okay. Every once in a while you do get lucky. We have a few questions. Okay. I won't chew my eyes in the... Sorry, you caught me right when I was getting a drink. So Um, what's the question for today? Here's the question. What should a relationship look like when you're in survival mode, such as after having a baby or after a major illness or life event? The person who's writing in is having their first baby this fall. And uh, they want to stay as connected as possible, but they know it's kind of difficult when you're like, managing a brand new baby right and you're in sur- the, sh- the way she phrases it is survival mode and for some people that truly is what it is survival mode yeah and, um, and the difference is you're not thriving you're not growing you're not changing you're not trying to become a better person right you're just trying to keep this little human being alive right and functioning both as a couple first but then as parents but again it could be a light an illness or something else that disrupts the normal day-to-day right. life stuff Right. When it comes to having a baby, mm-hmm. I think that the husband really has to take the lead on that and carry a lot more in the marriage just on the patient side and initiative side and all the sides. Well, that's not very fair because he's a parent, too. Yes, he is a parent, but it takes a different emotional toll on a woman. Your body's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Your hormones are out of whack because they've been all mixed and crazied up from being pregnant and now not pregnant and now a baby. You're up at all hours of the night, breastfeeding. Some women do really, really well with that type of environment and others don't. And a husband really needs to step up to the plate and understand that this is going to be his season of putting more in. So what you're saying is because of the biological toll that happens on a woman, a husband can't give birth. Right. Husband doesn't carry a baby for nine months. A husband can't breastfeed. All of these things are physiological, biological things that the wife is having to do solely and completely because he can't do any of Correct. that. And it takes a toll. I mean, it is yes. just exhausting on your physical body. Yes. And when all those hormones and stuff get mixed up and things, it causes emotional stuff as well. Yes, exactly. And so because of that, she's carrying already two thirds of the weight biologically uh, par- emotionally. Par- emotionally, parentally, uh, because he can't do any of it. So he gets to pick up the other third, which is pretty much the rest of life. Right. A lot of extra chores, a lot of dinner prep, 
a lot of extra work, a lot of extra communication, a lot of extra help that and does pa- not normally follow fall into his basket. Right. And patience and understanding that the wife that you're married to in this moment is not the same wife that you married when you got married. What does do you mean by sense? that? So if you have the expectation that your wife is going to be able to cook and clean and meet all of your sexual needs and do the various many millions of things that she did prior to having a baby. Work and go have fun and have dates and relax and yeah, all that stuff. Having a baby changes a woman. It changes everything. And if a husband has the expectations that she's going to be able to pop out a baby and be back to her normal self right away, he's going to be really disappointed because that doesn't happen too often. That is huge. That is absolutely huge. The woman you married is never going to exist again because after you have a baby, it changes who you are. Right. And that's supposed to be that way. Yes. And and I'm not saying that it changes you negatively. No. For a period of time, it, it will be tricky because there's a lot of navigation that happens. You've never had a baby before. You don't even know what you're doing. Your body changes. Your hormones change. You're just in this time of change. Yeah. And I think a lot of husbands have this expectation that their wives are going to be the same person doing the same things. Able. 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 That would be able and capable. (laughs) Able. In this period of time, it just has to be different. Yeah. Now, I will say this is not an excuse for a woman to say, well, I don't have to put any effort in because right. my hormones are messed up and blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of women who take advantage of that. Sure. And that is unhealthy and inappropriate and definitely not what I'm advocating for at all. Sure. Let's pull the camera back a little bit more here because we're just talking about having a baby right now. But this can mean a lot of other events or circumstances in right. life that cause this survival mode, a cancer diagnosis, yes. a death in a family, a loss of a job, environmental storms and just the things that can right. make the world different than it is on a day to day basis. And most people do exactly what you've just described, which is we just want things to go back to normal. Oh, a worldly pandemic. Let's put that one in there. How in the world can we forget that? You expect to be able to go back to life as you knew it. Instead of going, wait a second, I now have to incorporate this into my life. I have to take this into consideration. I will factor it into my life. And I don't expect life to go back to normal. We have such a hard time changing states or changing experiences in our life once our brain says "Ooh, we like this right we are comfortable we are happy it says hang on to that as long as humanly possible and anything that comes in and threatens that and tries to change that is perceived as dangerous or bad or unwelcomed in some way right c.s lewis has the phrase uh we choose a known hell over an unknown heaven mm-hmm Things that are unknown are scary. And yet the reality is things can get better. We just never know. Believe it or not, you know how this is kind of playing into my world lately? No. TV shows. I sometimes don't want to watch a new TV show simply because it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. It's going to stress me out. Is this going to be disappointing? (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. All these kind of things. And then we come across a really good TV show and it's like, man, I am so glad this new thing is in my life and it's made my life better. I've uh-huh. enjoyed this, but I was reluctant to watch something new because it could be disappointing or sure. not something I like. 
And so as lame and stupid as the TV show example is, we don't want to give up what we already perceive as comfortable. And you can get into a mindset that says, wait a second, I don't want to settle. I don't want to be the same person I am now that I was five years ago, 10 years ago. I don't want to be the same person 20 years from now. I am willing to change. I'm going to allow new experiences to come in. Some of those are good and some of those are bad. Some of those are painful. Some of those are scary. And yet all of them shape us. Right. If we're willing to take the mindset that says we will let this shape us. We don't have to desperately hold on to something out of scarcity. Right. We can welcome it in. That's the mindset I would encourage this couple to step into. We are having a baby and we expect everything to change and we are willing to let it change. We are willing to see what new things are going to come up. Something else that I was thinking of that is good to keep in mind when you're in that survival mode or prior to, we're all going to hit survival mode at some point in our lives. And so being proactive in how we're going to respond in that is fantastic. That's why I love this email that was sent. One thing that I think is really important to do is to already begin having a we is more more important than me mindset. Oh, man. Because when you get into survival mode, your survival brain kicks on and it's all about, I got to take care of me. I got to make sure that I'm safe and I'm taken care of and I'm happy. And that's where a lot of the fighting comes in. When you already have a mindset prior to that we is more important than me, when you get into that survival mode and your survival brain starts to kick on, you might still have that, I got to take care of myself, but somewhere in the back of your mind, you get this inkling of, wait a minute, no, this isn't us thing. I need to be doing what I can to help my spouse and my spouse needs to be doing what they can to help me. And we thrive because we're looking out for each other and our cups are being filled together as opposed to one taking from the other or vice versa. I'm so glad you're the smart one on this podcast. That is so good, darling. There's nothing else I would add to it. That mindset right there is how you uh, avoid survival mode and you still continue to grow and change and get through these seasons of of change like she's describing in here. Right. We is more important than me. Yep. Yep. We are happy is more important than I am happy. Yep. Brilliant, darling. Right there. That's how we're ending. If this idea sounds like a a new idea to you, it's like, oh my gosh, I have never heard this before. And this lady named Shannon is so brilliant. (laughs) I agree with you, number one. And if you want more ideas from her and one or two from me as well, um, a good place to start would be securemarriage.com. We actually have a little quiz on the the homepage there that will help you kind of rank uh, how well your marriage is doing on the six parts of the secure marriage framework. And then we have a little free three-part communication course. And then for those who really want to jump in, for those who really want a good marriage, but they don't want to spend a buttload of money on counseling, or they don't have time for counseling, or they want to get the, all of this knowledge by themselves because their spouse won't go to counseling yet, we actually have a complete online workshop that's available. It costs less than two counseling sessions. That's it. Just two counseling sessions and you have access to it forever and ever and ever and ever amen we've built it so that this information can get out to as many couples as many individuals who need it that want to have a really good marriage so you don't even have to do it together you can do it by yourself because one of the things we found out is when i start to do the things that contribute to a healthy relationship it becomes contagious and it makes you want to start doing yeah well that's just because you're competitive you don't want (laughs) to don't want to lose 
<laughs> but you get the idea. So we have that available, securemarriage.com. You can purchase that on online there and get instant access to that. We also have a whole bunch of other podcast episodes. So if this is the first time you're listening to us, welcome. We're glad you're here. Feel free to rewind and go back and listen to a whole pile of other episodes. Some of yep. them are great and some of them are even greater because you get to hear how we mess up in life and how we walk through that together. Or if you have a question that maybe you didn't find in the podcast, email us. We would love to answer the question like we did today. That's what we did today. Um, You can email us at paul at securemarriage.com or or shannon Shannon at at securemarriage.com. That'll be better when to get to because, again, she's the smart one on the podcast and we want to send all the stuff to the smart person here. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So (laughs) I just happen to be smart today. Or, or, now I will mention real briefly, <laughs> real one. briefly, uh, in early 2023, we're going to be doing a marriage cruise. Yes, we are. And we're going to have eight to 10 couples that yeah. want to come and do a marriage cruise with us. Hang and out go, with us for seven yeah. days on the high seas. Yep. Uh, go through the secure marriage framework and just have a good time learning and growing together in our marriages. Yeah. There's no better place to do that as an experiential therapist when you get to go do things with people who are also trying to have a better marriage. You have a much greater chance of success and no better place to do that than beautiful turquoise waters and sandy beaches and tasty food on a on a cruise lots of tasty food anyway if you want more information yeah so if you want more information on that go ahead and email me shannon at securemarriage.com leave a comment in the episode podcast episode yeah let us know that you're interested in doing the marriage cruise (laughs) yep and we'll put you on the list and then as we get more information we will uh send it out to a whole pile of people yeah Other than that, I think we're good today. Yes, I think so. Thanks for being so smart, honey. Thank you. We'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.